Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. Today, we're going to discuss the merits and pros and cons of living in the city versus the suburbs. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everybody, welcome back. Hope you had a great week. And just a quick note to say thanks for tuning in our listenership is that the right word? Listener yeah. base yeah. Uh, keeps growing. So we are thrilled um, to see that. And people are um, sending in some very nice thoughts and questions along the way. And we really appreciate it. So thank you. Um, so we thought we t- would discuss today the kind of, I guess, the differences between suburb and city living and maybe some of the pros and cons. And this may seem like a pretty obvious topic, but I am amazed how many people ask all the time or are questioning it. My clients, maybe who are buying homes, they say, well, you know, my options are often a condo in the city or a house in the suburbs. You know, what do you recommend or what do you think? Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's it's an interesting topic because there are really a lot of pros and cons to both sides. I think it just depends on a whole bunch of factors, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think it depends on um, your stage of life, um, your age, uh, your work, your what your family looks like, where you grew up, what you're used to, uh, your expectations, and your lifestyle. So yeah. many things. So I many think things. that's an impossible question to ask of your agent. Your agent can, I guess, generally discuss the differences, but to say, what should I do? Mm -hmm. I can't answer that. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. Um, Although I think after doing this for as long as we have, you do get a bit of a sense of where someone might fit better, Mm -hmm. given all of the things we get to know about people. And it's it's funny as as, uh, realtors, when you work with buyers, you become pretty close to them because it takes a long time in a lot of cases to purchase a property with someone. And it could be hours and hours and hours spent together. Right. And you really, I think, get to know people inside and out and how they really feel about things. So I do find that, you know, I do get a bit of a sense, I think, of what might work better for certain people. Yeah, for sure. Right from the get go. Yeah. Um, for sure you get to know people. And so, but I, even in, even in that case in answering the question, I would say, well, uh, as far as I know, you go out to restaurants three times a week. Uh, there isn't a restaurant within 20 miles of this place. Right. Say something like that. Have you thought about that? Right. Right. Exactly. But yeah. Um, yeah, no, there are big differences and, you know, we've seen some shifts in people's choices since COVID. And so it's interesting to see how people are reacting to a different environment, having moved perhaps from the core of the city out to a bit more of the burbs. Uh, And there's a little bit of moving back. So what does that show too? Yeah, that's a, that's a good point too. I think, um, I think what all of that, maybe we should start by Mm -hmm. saying um, what all of that made me realize is that a lot of people really were only in the city 
because they wanted to be close to work. And when the opportunity came around for them to move out of the city, a lot of people took it because they thought, well, I don't need to do this commute. I don't need to, you know, spend that much money to be in the city. I think I'll, I'll try moving, you know, outward a little bit. And that didn't mean necessarily going three hours away, but certainly. So if you did not need to be right down in the core of things for work purposes, did you really want to be there? Right. Was the thinking that was going on. Right. (laughs) And many people during COVID decided that in the absence of the work imperative, no, they didn't. They Mm -hmm. wanted more space. I think more space is the number one thing I heard about. Yeah, I think more space. Because let's talk about price for a minute. Um, and we'll just talk about purchasing because I think that's easier for us to navigate than renting. Um, a lot of reasons why people would choose the suburbs over the city would be f- for price. Yeah. However, price, I think, per square foot. Right. Um, because certainly you could buy maybe a detached home outside the city in maybe a less expensive area for the same price, maybe you'd get a two bedroom condo in the city. So it's not that there's necessarily price is different, right? But it's what you're getting, what you're getting for the price. So we know that last month, you know, prices have come down a little, the average price for a detached home in the 416 is 1.627. And in the 905 is 1.312. So that's, $300,000. That's not insignificant. Right. Uh, The difference there, of course, is that um, by and large, you may be getting four bedrooms or three bedrooms or four bedrooms in the 905 and maybe only two or three without parking in the 416. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that is definitely a factor. Um, But if we're looking at, you know, townhouse prices, for example, they're almost the same. Mm-hmm. 878000 in Toronto, 860000 in the 905. Mm-hmm. So not a huge difference there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but price, I would say for most people is the determining factor mm-hmm. that I hear. Yeah. And even, you know, aside from comparing detached prices in the Toronto versus the GTA, if you're living in a two bedroom condo downtown and that co- it, you're looking to buy what I mean, that's going to cost you what? 800? Yeah, around 800. 800. What can you get for 800 a bit further afield? Right. And, you know, I don't know, you might not get a house Mm -hmm. in most areas. You probably, there are probably places where you could. Yeah. But um, you'd get a substantially larger condo. Yes. And you would, I think, in certain markets, you'd definitely be able to get a house. So where Um, would that be? If you're living in a condo downtown, where could you get a a house for the same price? You could right now even get one in Oshawa. Mm -hmm. The prices have come down a fair bit. Maybe Whitby. Right. Definitely Hamilton. Right. Um, Probably some, you know, definitely Barrie or a new market. So if you're sitting with that budget, you're not really comparing detached prices Toronto versus uh, GTA, you're comparing what's my money going to get me anywhere. Right. And, right. and it's going to be a small-ish condo downtown, not small-ish, two-bedroom, um, or it's going to be a house in one of the places Janelle just mentioned. Yeah, so that's So that's right. a deliberation a lot of people are having. Yes, yes. And then... Um, I, I did an open house this weekend that goes beyond suburban to actually rural. And many of the people who came to the open house were in exactly that dilemma. Yes. I could buy this. Or I could buy a condo right downtown. Right. And I just, I find that the whole argument fascinating because it, it seems like 
it would be based on just your preference. But for a lot of people, it's not. It's really a, it's, a budget. And yeah. let's say you have a family or you have a child on the way. Yeah. I think it becomes, from oh, what I can see, price is the determining factor. And then within that price, what are your options? And then what is your preference? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But price has to, is like, what can I get for my money right. in different places? And what is my life? And what is my choice? Yeah. So, I mean, let's talk about lifestyle, kind of obvious stuff. But, you know, certainly I meet people all the time and myself included. I want to be in the city. Like yeah. I am a city person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I say I want to be in the city for this reason and that reason and the culture and the nightlife, whatever. I'm not, but really, where am I, where am I going, right? I'm not really. I, you know, it's funny because I say that too. Yeah. But do I do any of those yeah, things? Yeah, right. When was <laughs> no. the last time I went to see, I mean, I'm not a theater person, but I don't go to the theater no. and I don't go to, no. you know. But when, I, when I'm asked, I give that as my Yeah, reason. yeah, me too. I get, there's something about knowing they're there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that I Just could in case I, I want to go. <laughs> Might be the first time in, you know, 20 years I've been to the AGO, but I could go if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that, it, but that is interesting because I do think for a lot of people, I mean, I eat out all the time. That's yeah. definitely something I do. Yeah, me too. But you can do that anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um you know, maybe a lot of people would say in the city, you get a lot more variety, which you certainly do of restaurants. You can have a lot more choices of independent restaurants. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, we find ourselves eating quite often at the local haunts anyway, right. That are in and around where we live. Mm -hmm. So, um, but that is, I think the, the biggest thing is like, there are, and there are people out there who really appreciate the culture of the city, um, in a big way, right? They're always at various events and venues and mm-hmm. exploring the arts in the city. And, uh, that would make sense if you're that kind of person mm-hmm. that you, that you would take advantage of that. Yeah. Um, because moving further afield, you can still take advantage of it depending how further afield you go, but it's come going to come at a cost in terms of convenience. And right. Commuting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you then know. the other big one, of course, is commuting. Cause that's, yeah. that's a, I mean, not that it's any hell in the city, but at least, you know, you're not driving. I was talking to someone this morning and she commutes from Barrie into the city every day. And she said, it's just, it's so bad mm-hmm. for her because of the, uh, the weather and the winter and it's so stressful and she it takes her sometimes, you know, two, two and a half hours to get into the city. It must be. That's, it's yes, really I hard. I cannot fathom. I yeah. cannot wrap my head around that. She doesn't do it every day. So it's, it's not that bad, but if you do do it every day, you know, that's a really big thing to consider. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you want to be, if you, ha- if you work right downtown, like right down in the financial district, I think that's way easier. You can live in the suburbs and take the go train in mm-hmm. right, right there, not even step a foot outside once mm-hmm. you're in the city. And that's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. But if you're somewhere else and you get in the city, but then you have to get on a bus or get on TTC, yeah. somewhere or the subway or, yeah, you know, hard. take an Uber. Or, yeah. That becomes really difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and then driving in of course is quite expensive. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's that to consider, but if you're going to make that cost up mm-hmm. by getting something less expensive outside of the city, then maybe it's worth it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, and you know, we, we all have a budget if that's your budget. That's right. Kind of have to suck it up, I yeah. guess. But uh, yeah. So uh, you know, so the proximity to cultural events, sporting events, restaurants—that's a big, that's a big factor in people's decisions. Yeah. Um, I find also that um, uh, people's uh, family makeup 
is a, an issue. So, yes. you know, if you have, um, if you're young and on your own, you know, that's one thing versus a couple versus a couple with a kid versus when the family grows to more kids. And um, so those are, you know, you, that's some soul searching you have to do about where you want to live, especially probably more seriously if there are kids. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Where do you want to raise your kids? Yeah. And that's a really interesting question, isn't it? Because I grew up in the suburbs, but I raised my son in the city and there are definite pros and cons. Mm-hmm. No question. I, I, you know, my one of my closest friends lives in Oakville. And I remember when her kids were young, they played on the street like I used to do as a child. And I remember feeling so jealous of that. Not jealous, not the right word, but how lucky her kids were to experience that where they would all gather in the middle of their court, play all night till you know, the streetlights came home just like I did. But in yeah. the city, obviously, you know. For the most part, no. Now, no. I, I raised my kids in the city as well, and we had that. Yeah. We lived 45 seconds from the school, and that was the gathering spot. Right. Yeah. Different, though, I think, uh, then. They were out until the lights came on every, yeah. every day. Yeah. But, um, different, I think, than the suburb feel, though, you know, mm-hmm. where, yeah. There's, yeah. where there's just a whole different safety level. Yeah. Especially in a place like Oakville, which is ranked the lowest crime in all of Canada. Yeah. You feel that sort of sense of yeah. of comfort. Yeah. Um yeah, so safety and security is an issue, I guess. It is an issue. About it. Local schools are really close sometimes in both cases, but a lot of times in the suburbs, you don't have to cross any major streets. You can, mm-hmm. you know, little younger kids can walk to school on their own without maybe being exposed to some of the things our kids are exposed to. Um, See, I always felt the opposite having raised my kids in, albeit a nice neighborhood of Toronto, but I was so grateful that they were, you know, so independent so much earlier than they might have been if they'd grown up in a more um, suburban setting, that they could walk themselves to school much earlier because everything was so close. Yeah. Much earlier, younger than I would have otherwise let them. I had them running to the local grocery store for me, often... I would make up an excuse, mm-hmm. nothing I really needed. But they were going to the grocery store shopping for me when they were very young because everything was so close. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are much more prolific. That's not the right word, but, you know, public transit users, users than I ever would have been because the subway was a two-minute walk from our house. Um, so I think... I found that as 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 a teen for sure younger kids i didn't feel it as much oh mine mine in our neighborhood everybody started doing all that stuff very young and i thought that was a big advantage i don't know in the end if it makes any difference but uh yeah i I think it it. does i think there's an independence that's Mm -hmm. that's you know i always felt like that too i mean you're i could let my son can navigate anywhere around the city Mm -hmm. right you know with an app right Mm -hmm. and not think twice about it where i do find my kids friends who are in the suburbs even yeah so just slightly out yeah they don't have that they learn to drive Mm -hmm. earlier but they don't tend to necessarily have the same type of freedom Mm -hmm. of of feeling you know that security yeah but pros and cons for sure like i definitely notice a difference in younger children Mm -hmm. there's no there's no question Mm -hmm. um but yeah that's something to think about i think um you know even with kids with schools and activities you know there's it's funny because I, I would have thought there's more to do in the city for kids, like more activities. But I do have some people who live, some clients that live 
in the suburbs who find there's more activities mm-hmm. in the suburbs. So I think that just really depends where yeah, you live. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, have I think that you you take up and pursue your activities that are of interest to you. And like, if that's even true, we wouldn't have had any more room in our lives to add any more activities anyway. Right. So I think you just, you do what you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe there would have been different activities. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have one friend who moved, lived in the city, like very central, very downtown with her two children, moved out to uh, Aurelia area oh, mm-hmm. and now has come back oh and why it, uh different reasons oh. having nothing to do with the kids mm-hmm. but she she says you know such a difference in lifestyle for the kids like in some ways she likes living in the city better in some ways she prefers i'm talking about just from a kid perspective in some ways she prefers the quiet and the peace mm-hmm. with her kids and they are much less stressed she says like the anxiety level in the that might be true in because you're always on you're always there's always always some stimulus yeah that i can see that stress level maybe being different could be Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think again if you're used to it i think and she really saw a difference between moving from one to the other and then back again yeah you know other people like i think a couple of my kids in the absence of stress i think they would have fallen apart yeah i think there's some maybe minimum level of stimuli that's required to keep you going or engaged. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think, like, uh, Samantha would have been asleep for the last five years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, right? It's hard to say if yeah. you've never if you've yeah. never done it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so one thing that's worth, I think, mentioning, too, is that I think if you are somebody who needs a car for a living, maybe the suburbs is easier, maybe yep. an easier life for yep. you than somebody. Like, say you're you're a salesperson who's on the road, yeah. Um, you know, visiting various territories around the province or something. It might be marginally easier for yeah. you to be in yeah outside of the city, I guess, because yep. you have maybe greater access to uh, all the highways and your your the busy areas are really coming in and out of the city yeah. like that you know within yeah. a yeah no that makes sense 20 30 kilometer yeah. range but then on the flip side if you're somebody who doesn't want a car or need a car obviously being in the city is the best thing for you yeah you know or even having one but but not wanting to have to use it like you know if i run out of milk do i really want to have to get into my car right i don't have to where i am now right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah. if you're, that, you're the kind of people then i meet a lot of people I think increasingly who feel that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who are car opposed to car. That's right. Overuse, I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think a lot of those people, if they've moved out, are coming back. Yeah, maybe. Because I think the they reliance found on the car is too much. It's too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's that's been really eye opening for those people in the city who moved out where they realize, oh my gosh, like we only had one car, now we need two. Right. And, you know, we're in it all the time. Like it's, it's, I think very different than yeah. what they might be used to. I agree. Yeah. If you've got more than one car, then obviously being in the suburbs is much easier for you. Yes. Uh, it's hard to get, you know, more than one parking spot. Yes. In the city, although you get the odd condo. Oh God, I saw one recently, a condo at um, Marina Del Rey. Oh, your favorite place? No, not my favorite. Oh. No. I like it though, but it's in, it's in South Etobicoke, but this 
one plus one bedroom condo had four parking spaces. Bizarre. <laughs> it was so bizarre. I've never seen anything like so it. I thought it was a typo. Just bought them up. Just they- bought them up. And decided never to sell them. So I guess they had been renting a few out. kind of investment property. Right. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's like four parking spaces. That's that's the best thing I've, I've ever never seen. Heard, I've never heard that. I have never either. Yeah. I, I did know someone in Aurora that lived in a condo and had five parking spaces. Oh, okay. Yeah. But when they, same thing, they bought the unit, they just bought a bunch of parking spaces. But I don't even think they'd let you do that in the city, right? Usually you can only buy mm-hmm. one. Yeah. So I, yeah, I guess you're buying them after... They occasionally come up for sale. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think if you're um, a single person without a family or anything, I think, you know, that makes it a lot easier to make a decision. I think being in the city would be so much friendlier to younger single people. I agree. Yeah. For a lot of different reasons, especially if you are, you know, I often hear people say they don't want to be somewhere where, where they can't meet people and they want to be involved in in community things or different things that go on. And I think it's easier in the city to do that. Yeah, I think there are those things in the suburbs, but they're more likely targeted, you know, not really to young single people. Yeah, that's right. To a different demographic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One thing I thought about too, and this is one one of the things I like best about being in the city is the airport access. Mm -hmm. So both airports, both Pearson and Billy Bishop, uh, because I fly, you know, a fair bit and it's really nice. I, sometimes I land somewhere and I'll talk to the person beside me. Oh, where are you from? They're like, Oh, Peterborough. And I think, Oh my God, now you have to get in a car. You know, you've been on this plane for 16 hours and now you have to get in a car for three more hours. Yeah. <laughs> like that would just be terrible. That's true. Yeah. So, I mean, that wouldn't affect you. I don't think if you mm-hmm. traveled much, but if you did, it's something to think about. If you've got the kind of job where you need to be traveling even two or three times a year might be worth considering living, you know, a little bit closer to the city for that reason. Another thing, having done this um, rural kind of open house this weekend that I heard a lot is um, the importance of where the buyer's family, extended family lives. Right. So uh, many people who were there at this house on the weekend um, live um, many of them live in the core of the city, but certainly they don't live in suburban or urban areas. And all, so many of them said, well, you know, my dad's in Ajax and my mom's in North, North Scarborough. So this would be perfect. Right. Like, so uh, I think that where your extended family is can p- play a big role in your preference. Yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so really so many things to factor in. And I think lifestyle or the time of life is so important as well, because you don't necessarily know what you need until you're there, if you know what I mean. So you could move out of the city and think, oh, this doesn't suit me. But then all of a sudden you've got two kids on the way and you think, oh, actually this might be better for where I'm at right now. I need the space Mm -hmm. Uh, or vice versa. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing I thought about this, this is interesting to me is that I have a real thing about um, hospitals. Just, yes, yes. Um, and I think that the, I think I know that the best hospitals are in the city. Yes. And so if you are elderly or, and all the specialists are here. So I do find sometimes people get to retirement age and then want to move out and get space, but then they spend all their time coming back into the city for appointments <laughs> in specialists, true. right? Because you, you know, your special ophthalmologist is not in 
Yeah. You know, yeah. Peterborough, as we just mentioned, yeah, you no, probably that's, that's have to a, come into the city. That's a big issue. And even the, yeah. the basic premise of your statement is that you get your retirement age and you want more space. Like, that's when your need for space declines. It should. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you needed the space when you had all the kids running yes. around. But yeah. when you're retiring, you know, having moved from a house to a tiny little place myself, there's such liberation yeah. in removing purging and, yeah. and small spaces. Is it that people think that they want more land or they want, I don't know, maybe it's things that they've always wanted and now that they feel like they can. Yeah, I I don't don't know. know. Uh, But it is important to think about that because I've had uh, many elderly people in my my career move back into the city because they've, for the healthcare. Yeah. Yeah, they've got some ailment and they end up in the hospital, you know, regularly or need to be at their specialist appointments regularly and it's it's just too far away yeah you know Um, yeah yeah no I uh you have to think about that for sure um because you're right that's where the specialists are I even had a my aunt happened to be visiting this is an unrelated and boring story but happened to be visiting friends in rural Peterborough when she took ill and has to had to be hospitalized for a good six months Mm. out that way well uh, all her family lives in downtown toronto right so damn that was an inconvenience yeah 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 (laughs) yeah and uh she was because she lives outside the city they were unable to transfer her here right just for ease of family visits right right right. that didn't qualify yeah and it's 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 a thing that i've seen i guess it's you know nature of our age and such too you know parents and older people we know getting sick and not being at the best hospitals, yeah. you know, and they are, they really are in the city. This is where our teaching hospitals are. This is where all the funding goes. Um, you know, you want to be close if you're, if you're predisposed to needing a hospital, you want to be close to the good ones. Yeah. 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 You know, sometimes these little tiny hospitals and, and close somewhere. to where your family is and for close, support. yes yeah mm-hmm. for support that's really important mm-hmm. yeah so being as we're finding as we have aging family members mm-hmm. that we're having to take around not having to but we're taking around to appointments and right if you if you lit if you wanted more space and retired out uh, in the burbs how would you get to those appointments if that's you, right or if you couldn't right and you yeah. don't think you need them and then all yeah. of a sudden you do all of a sudden you do <laughs> that's right. and you're here every you know yeah. every week at least two or three times you know yeah. it becomes quite a quite a burden yeah um but it's something people don't necessarily think about uh but you know i think i think from my own perspective both have strong merit for sure yep. and i think that um we change too people change they, they may want one at certain stage and decide that that doesn't work for them and yeah and i mean i sit here not knowing what i want yeah I don't really, you're much more downtown than I am, but I'm not suburban. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that means I am. Yeah. I don't think I'm small town. Maybe you're a smaller city. Yeah. City, but smaller city? I don't know. I don't know. I have to figure that out. Yeah. But, um, but that's exactly what I mean, I think. Mm-hmm. Who the hell knows? Like, as our kids get older and they start having their own lives and See, we... that's another factor. I think we have kids in university now. I think ultimately I'd want to be where they are. Right. Mm-hmm. That's way easier for me because I have one. Yeah. You have three. Yeah. <laughs> you could end up. Yeah. 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 yeah you may, could end up all across the country. Yeah. And it's probably not realistic or even fair to base my 
life on them. Right. But I'm still going to do it though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to follow them around. I, it will be hard for me because one will never live in a, a urban area. One may end up in the States and one would probably be here. Yeah. So. <laughs> so who knows? Yeah. Hopefully it's all within a short plane ride. Yeah. And there you go. There is another right. reason to be right. In a city that right. you can get around right. to all these places because that would be terrible. Right. If you couldn't, mm-hmm. or if you had to fly, like if you live in Ottawa, for example, and you have to fly to Toronto to, or Montreal to connect to like a larger, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. airport. Yeah. That would, that would stink. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We're, anything else you can think spoiled. of that's where, yeah. No, I mean, it's uh, clearly when you ask us, you know, what should I do with the money I have? I think that our job is to present you with the options. Yeah. And, you know, your job is to know yourself and your goals and um, what works for you. And But you are right. When we get to know our buyers, we often, I, I have sometimes, uh, maybe not in deciding what area of the world people live in, but I often know what uh, kind of housing would be just perfect for them before mm-hmm. they do. Me too. And a, like you're telling me you want to look for a bungalow in East York, but I really think I can see you in a yes. you know, townhouse in Richmond Hill. That's right. Let's go see one. Yeah. And then they get in like, why didn't we think of this? Because exactly. you didn't know. But That's everything right. you're saying yeah. leads me to suggest That's right. this. Mm-hmm. I get that too. And I also think, um, you know, there's such a strong divide in the city between East End and West End. Yeah, that's true too. And I can sometimes tell... I think I can tell a West End from an East End person. And if they say they want the East End, I think, no, no, I don't think you're West End. You're West End. (laughs) And then vice versa. And then sometimes they just haven't thought about that because it's kind of a joke that people don't, they have a hard time crossing the river, right? It's like you're, you're, you start on one end, that's where you belong. (laughs) It's just so bizarre. Yeah, you do tend to find people stay on one side for their entire lives. Yeah, Yeah. which Mm -hmm. is very funny to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's definitely... There's definitely a difference between yes, I agree. East End and West End. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In people and housing and mood vibe, and the style. Whole vibe. vibe. The whole yeah. vibe's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And, uh, and you know. I am definitely a one side uh, of the city person. East and End person. I think person. you are as well. Yeah. Well. <sighs> Do you swing both ways? I've, I've swung both yeah. ways. Yeah. I mean, I've been East End for the last little while. I've done the West End. Um, done Midtown. But right now, I think I would just, I would like to be more downtown. Like yeah. I, my thing is I want to be downtown, like right, yeah. right in a condo downtown. So probably right in the middle. I'm yeah. probably a middle person. Yeah. You know, the only, I say, I don't know what I, where I want to be or what I want to be in. Um, and I don't, but you know, one thing that is oddly very important to me is um, living near a body of water. Yeah, same. Now, I don't go down to the water every day. I think like you do. You live close to it. Yeah. But there's something psychological about knowing it's there. Yes. I could not live in a town or city that was not on a body of water. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of the northern, maybe um, GTA, like little... Like Aurora. Would not... I just... I would pull them out immediately. Right. And And so beautiful up there. Beautiful. Beautiful. And it's bizarre to me because I don't go down to the water every day. Right. But... um, you know, I've, I've, and I've oft thought about that for years and that's been the case for me for years. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do find that I hear that a lot with yeah. people. Actually, I think they're really drawn to the lake and yeah. wanting to be close. I think it has a lot to do with the imprinting that is done in your youth and where mm. you were raised when you were young. My husband, for example, um, would 
hundred percent over water would pick mountains. Mountains, yeah. mountain person. And I go to Alberta, and I find it claustrophobic. Right? Isn't yeah. that? Isn't that yeah. interesting? I, 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 yeah. I feel stifled by it. The best thing is if you can have it all. Yeah. Vancouver with the. I know I'm always on, but the Vancouver, but they. I mean, really, you get the mountains, you get the ocean. It's gorgeous. It really. It seems. You get the it seems unfair. You get the migraine. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> you get the rain, That's but it, it certainly um, is beautiful. There's no question about it. You know, yeah. or like even parts of California where you've got just a little oh, bit California. of everything. Oh, California. California, I would do. So nice, yeah. A lot of anyway. places I would do, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and the only one other thing I want to say about all of this is that, you know, you can change your mind. Like people, just because you move out to the suburbs and you don't like it, or you move into the city and you don't like it, you don't have to stay. Nothing's forever. Nothing's forever. Nothing has to be forever. No, it really doesn't. And I, and I am always amazed at... Uh, people who are so set on, well, I'm going to stay here for 10 years. Well, you don't have to, there's no rule. And if you don't like it and you want to move next year, that's fine. The only counter I would have to that is that I know of several people who made the move outside the core of the city and then could not afford to come back. That is, that is a problem. I know. You'd have to cut. Now I did my very first house I bought in Ajax and it was a new build, big, huge house. Got out there and realized uh, this is doesn't suit my lifestyle at all. I didn't even have a kid. Um, and then all I could afford back in the city was not that I hadn't owned before, but I, all I could afford was like a one bedroom condo. But I was quite happy with that. Right. And I think that that's the other thing to note here is that um, again, lifestyle. Right. I went from a twenty five hundred square feet, three bedroom beautiful home, just absolutely stunning to like a great little one bedroom condo, which was perfectly fine. But there are so many people out there that would think that's crazy. Right. But it's what made you happy. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, you know, would I do that now? I don't know, probably, but maybe 20 years ago, I wouldn't have done it or 10 years ago wouldn't have suited me. So, you know, Mm -hmm. we do change. Yeah, that's true. What's what's relevant to us. Nothing has to be forever. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're here for. (laughs) Right. (laughs) To help you move around. Oh, yeah. Um, Okay, good. Well, listen, uh, love your thoughts on this. If you feel like you'd like to comment or um, have anything to say, just reach out because we are always happy to get your feedback and hear your questions. And of course, uh, make sure you subscribe so that you get our episodes every week and follow us on all of our social media, which is at the Janelle Cameron team. And hope you have a great week and we wish happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.